In this week's episode of Farmers Inside Track, we're connecting with two dynamic farmers, Tayetso Tsebojo and Matlatlo Tibela. They own a poultry and spinach enterprise in a small village called Khabulang in Mpumalanga. In another Health Squared Agri update with Marsha LaRue, the sales executive at Agility Agri, she unpacks their health card solution. It's tailor-made so future farmers can build their own cover depending on what they need. Cool, right? Josie chef Sibo Nyembe shares his secret to a perfect home-cooked Mzanzi meal. And you definitely don't want to miss our top tip from nutritionist Andrea Duplessis. If you want to know what the secret is to unlocking your full potential all day, every day, then our book of the week is just for you. This week we hear from best-selling author Hall Elwood talk about his book titled The Miracle Equation, the two decisions that move your biggest goals from possible to probable to inevitable. And our weekly AMT Fresh Produce Outlook on the Market with agri-economist Dr. Johnny van der Merwe is a must for any agripreneur. He highlights the latest price movements and expectations for the coming week. This is Farmers Inside Track, supported by Food for Mzansi. Inspiration for your business and life. From South Africa's farmers and agripreneurs. Hey Mzanzi, welcome to episode 53 of Food for Mzanzi's weekly podcast called Farmers Inside Track. I'm your host Dawn Umdu and you're listening to South Africa's leading farmers podcast. And I'm Duncan Masiwa and as always we kick off the show by introducing you to some of Mzanzi's finest movers and shakers in agriculture. This week we're checking in with farming tag team Taeta Tsebojo and Matlatlo Tibela. Now, gentlemen, I want to get straight into your story because yours is a good one. And we only have about eight minutes for this interview. What makes a 23-year-old and a 21-year-old sit down, have a conversation and say, hey, let's start farming? Thank you very much, sir. We are honored to be live on air today and we'd like to thank you for inviting us to your farmer's inside track for us to start farming since i had done agriculture back in high school i had money to pay of crops back in high school which made me to go start my own small garden in my home backyard we then sat down and decided to go in farming big time even though we're facing big challenges but it was coming from our heart thank you once again Anken, for having us on this platform to answer your question as to what made us to sit down and actually have a conversation of starting a business or a farming enterprise you know this is our uh, centered around uh, many things but i think i have to bring to your attention you know as young people we are driven by the burning desire to achieve many things but to get straight to your answer ours is to become financially independent and as well as to decapitate you know the poverty line in our country as well as to curb the unemployment rate now the business was initially started with 
both of you having no experience at all. I mean, Tayetza, you were just getting into your agricultural studies and Mathlatlo, you are currently studying law. You know, in farming, that can be considered quite a gamble. How were you able to do it? What also helped me is the little knowledge that I had acquired when I enrolled in the course of agriculture and also my home background in farming. Also, the people that I surrounded myself with, especially the people who have been in farming industry, as they say, when you want to do something, find someone who's been doing it for a long time. Now, the business was, of course, started in 2019 and things were going well, of course. But then 2020 arrived and the world was introduced to this pandemic. Businesses started closing down and everyone was just trying to make sure that they stay afloat. And, you know, instead of following pursuit in that, you guys decided no, but we are going to start another business in lockdown. Tell us a bit about that and how were you able to pull it off? Teachers, we would say go big or go home. I guess we chose to go big. I must say it was a big move for us, you know, without a calculated risk, you know, since we were new in plant farming, considering the issue of uh, COVID-19. But I must tell you that we saw COVID-19 as an advantage to actually expand our business, you know, considering the fact that, you know, where I come from, there's not really much people doing farming. So we saw it as an advantage, you know, for us to actually to get in business. But to answer the question of how did we really make it, that question is always hard. But I can say, you know, with the help of our families, you know, they really help us a lot, you know, in terms of finances, labor, everything, like they did really help us. What do you think is the secret to a successful business partnership? The secret to a successful business partnership is consistency and hardworking. Now, as part of this farmer segment, we ask our guests one or two fun, quirky questions just to get to know them better, you know, outside farming. And yours today is, would you rather be stranded in the jungle or be stranded in the desert? Well, I would rather be stranded in the jungle. Reason being, in the jungle, there is lots of trees that could have edible fruits and lots of animals that can also be edible when one is starving. While in the desert, there is only soil and less water. So one could die of hunger and dehydration in the desert. So I will rather prefer to be stuck in the jungle. I'd rather be stranded in the jungle because a desert is very hot. And in a jungle, there's a lot of resources that one can use for survival. Yeah, guys, I'm not sure how I feel about being stranded in a jungle. All I know is there's a lot of dangerous animals out there. But okay. <laughs> What's next for Tayetso and Masato? What do you hope to achieve and what can we expect to see from you guys in the future? The thing that is next on our plate is to purchase or secure a large piece of land so that we can be able to produce the type of crops that are also in great demand at the local supermarket we supply to since one of our clients, Mr. Carlos Caromba, have been showing us a great support. We also want to assure them that their business is in great hands with us. I must tell the world that the agri or the farming industry will never be the same with the young minds like us or with our contributions. Uh, in terms of what we want to achieve or what we're bringing, 
we really want to get enough land because the land that we're working on it's very small and if we can check our market it's very big and we can't really keep up with uh, the demands and again is next year we're planning to have our chicken hatches you know we're trying to introduce eggs in our business so so far that's what we're planning but our big goal is to get land because with land anything is possible that was Tayetsu Tsebocho and Matlatlo Tibela, co-owners of a poultry and spinach enterprise in a small village called Khabulang in Mpumalanga. Coming up shortly, the latest movements in the fresh produce markets. But first, Marshall Leroux, the sales executive at Agility Channel, unpacks Agility Agri's health card solution. As you know, we've been featuring Agility Channel over the past few weeks, and I'm joined once again by Marsha LaRue. She's a sales executive at Agility Channel. Great to have you with us again, Marsha. Hi, Dawn. Nice to see you again. So we've spoken about a number of offerings that Agility Channel has, and this week we're talking about Agility Health Card. Can you tell us a bit about what this is and what we can expect and what farmers should know about this, this specific solution? Absolutely. So whether you're a member of a medical scheme or without any cover, the Agility Health Card provides not only for your basic healthcare needs, but also make provision for benefits that are not part of your medical cover, ensuring you are never caught short. We know a lot of times that happens where an unexpected event happens and all of a sudden we need that funding. And this is definitely the solution for that. This pre-funded savings mechanism allows you to take full control of your healthcare costs while safeguarding against any unplanned medical expenses. So the health card that also forms part of our integrated solution, as we've been speaking over these last weeks, can also be used by employees as a standalone benefit or as an add-on to your medical aid. So our cashback rewards that we've also discussed previously are also funded into the health card, which means that employees can be insured that both the extra cash that they're going to get through the cashback rewards will then be paid into the health card and they can utilize these funds for all their health care needs. Is there a way for farmers to sort of tailor make what they need for a specific time or period and can they build their own solution? Yes, absolutely. So your health care needs are just as unique as your fingerprint and your cover should be too. So with Agility Health Pocket, you can literally build your own cover according to your budget, lifestyle and needs. So the solution includes a menu of different health care products, including health card each with different benefits and levels of cover. In order for you to build your own cover uniquely to your healthcare solution that you And again, the ultimate result is that you're building your very own health pocket that uniquely takes care of your healthcare needs at any budget and every life stage and also putting cash back into your pocket. So looking at a scenario to taking a Square medical scheme plus our gap and copay range with the health card and our awards platinum is definitely going to give you an outcome that is value for money 
through our scheme options, our singles claim, claims process that we have, and also dealing with one point of contact. And also um, just from the health card and how you can get funds back, not just your own debit facility, you can also get back up to 40,000 cash back via our Rewards Platinum program, which is paid directly into your health card. And what are some of the benefits? And can you tell us more about the saving mechanisms? Your Agility Health Card allows you to pay for healthcare services such as doctor's visits, over-the-counter and prescription medication, as well as co-payments that we're so familiar with these days. And then funding your Agility Health Card is very quick and it's practically effortless. All that you need to do is you simply deposit the money into your account via debit order or an electronic bank transfer. And alternatively, employers can use the health card as part of a health subsidy to the employees. So you also have the opportunity on the health card to withdraw the cash available in this card once a year. And as I mentioned before, the Agility Rewards Platinum um, option that we have allow members to use their cashback rewards to further boost, supplement or fund their Agility Health Card. And then I have to ask you again, does the size of the farm matter? You know, should farmers be worried if they're farming on a small scale and, and what, what are their options? Not at all. Again, Dawn, we customize it according to the size of the farmer's um, workforce and definitely ensure that we can provide a solution that they require. Anything else that you'd like to add in closing on the Agility Health Card? Dawn, definitely um, the health card creates opportunity for many aspects within the workforce. And as I mentioned earlier, that this can be used as a vehicle within the workforce to make sure that employees can use this card should they fall ill um, at the farm and require a doctor's visit or over-the-counter medication or any healthcare needs. As we've spoken over these few weeks, we've been talking about low income straight up to a higher income individual and within the workforce, health card is just yet another way that the employer can assist the employees when that need arises. fit for any future focused farmer, especially in the midst of this pandemic and moving forward in terms of how we really take care of each other in terms of working together and ensuring that the work continues and that your operation works and moves on successfully. Thank you so much for joining us once again, Marsha LaRouche. She's a sales executive at Agility Channel. Great to chat to you, and I'm looking forward to engaging with you on many other platforms. A pleasure as always, Dawn. Thank you. Thanks once again for joining us, Marsha LaRue, sales executive at Agility Channel. Wow, Mom, why did you put on this chicken? Well, I was trying a new recipe using grain-filled chickens. Oh, Mom, this is amazing. You can't go wrong with 100% South African farm-quality chicken. With a range of fresh, frozen and marinated products, make grain-filled chickens your number one choice. Grain-filled chickens from the farms of the Free State. Need we say more? If you want quality, ask for grain-filled chickens at a leading store. Grainfield Chickens. Bring home the taste. Visit grainfieldchickens.co.za
from farm to fork right here on farmers inside track we now check in with josie chef sibu unyembe who shares his secret ingredient to a perfect home-cooked mzanzi meal and it's coriander but of course you'll also be empowered with a top tip from our nutritionist andrea duplessy Hi, this is Chef Sivunyembe. I'm from Nitrogen Events Organizers. So one of my best ingredients to use, especially my dishes, like I'll never go wrong with that, is I love using my cilantro coriander danya. I use danya when I use my basting for the chicken, for the curries, if I'm using it for the rice. So you'll never go wrong with that. The main reason why I like using it, it's got that nice little lemony flavor. It brings in some nice little acidic flavor into it. And you'll never go wrong when it comes to your curries, your sauces, your dips, and your marinades, when you're, especially in your chicken, chimichurri chicken and all. So it brings in some nice little flavor. That's one of my main ingredients that I like. And if you want to try it out, you know probably a simple recipe that you can use is on your fried rice so you just fry your rice put in a bit of coriander cracking your egg in there some peppers it brings in some nice flavor also the tricky part about it's just use it as a finishing element but don't cook it through most of the time because it usually burns and you don't get to taste that flavor but yeah coriander some others call it cilantro or danya that's one of my favorite ingredients to use in my dishes today we're talking about cooking with fresh herbs not only because they taste great, but also because they are extremely healthy. So I'm sure many of you have cooked with herbs before. Maybe some of you have cooked with dried herbs. You know, you get little bottles of spices and herbs with dried leaf components of the herbs. And I'm not sure if you've ever compared the taste between the dried herb, for example, dried parsley or basil, or thyme compared to the fresh herb. And I'm sure once you taste the fresh herb, you'll be converted eternally because fresh herbs just pop with flavor. So obviously we add herbs to food to bring out or to add some flavor, but nutritionally they really make a big contribution to our health. So herbs are packed with antioxidant nutrients that improve blood circulation, very good for your skin, good for your heart, good for your eyes. So lots of nutrients that play important roles in various parts of your body. If you're brave, you can even try and plant some herbs in your own garden. They're easy to grow in pots. My favorites to grow that are really easy to manage are parsley because it's very versatile and you can use it in lots of dishes. But my absolute favorite is coriander or donia. It is very flavorful herb and extremely nutritious with lots of health properties. So I think a great idea is to at least if you've never eaten fresh herbs to try that. But definitely if you have a pot that you can grow something in or if you have a garden, grow some herbs. You'll be amazed to see how it transforms the eating experience, especially if you add it to salads, vegetable dishes, fish dishes, meats, etc. It really goes with a variety of foods. It brightens up with color, it adds flavor, and most importantly, it adds awesome nutrition. Thanks for joining us, Chef Sibu and Andrea. It's always great to get new recipe ideas, and I love coriander. For more great, proudest South African recipes, and of course, even more daily inspirational stories about the farmers and agriculturalists who go above and beyond to feed South Africa, visit www.foodformzanzi.co.za or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at foodformzanzi and use the hashtag FarmersInsideTrack. Life in South Africa can be a lot. 
I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story. On top of our reading list today is a book titled The Miracle Equation, the two decisions that move your biggest goals from possible, probable to inevitable by Hall Alrod. The best-selling author of The Miracle Morning shares the secret to unlocking your full potential all day, every day. In a YouTube video, the author explains why he decided to write this book. Hello friends, this is Hal Alrod and I wrote The Miracle Equation. The Miracle Equation, the two decisions that move your biggest goals from possible to probable to inevitable. I wrote this book because this is the formula that I've been living and teaching, but not teaching nearly as much as I've been living for the last 19 years. And I was 20 years old when I came up with the Miracle Equation. So interestingly enough, it preceded the Miracle Morning by about six years. And uh, although this preceded the Miracle Morning, so it's kind of like a prequel, it really is the follow-up. And here's why. The Miracle Morning gave you a practice for personal development. Uh, which is crucial. It's the foundation of, I believe, our success and our the success that we want is dedicating time each day to our personal development so that we can become the person that we need to be, developing the qualities, the beliefs, the habits, the mindset, the skills, the knowledge that will enable us to achieve everything that we want for our lives. And the Miracle Morning has helped over a million people around the world do exactly that. However, the Miracle Morning, again, is a practice for personal development. And what was needed was a practice for goal achievement. And the reason that that is true is, as you might be able to relate, we often become what I call, because I'm guilty of it, personal development junkies, where we invest all this time in personal development and we learn and we grow and we feel better about ourselves. But that doesn't mean that things in our world, in terms of our tangible reality, will actually improve because personal development doesn't actually produce the achievements. And so I realized that we needed to complement our practice for personal development with a process for goal achievement. The miracle equation is that process. And this is something that I've used every goal I've achieved from hitting the Hall of Fame, which that's the trophy right there, right? It's proof I did it. But no, the Hall of Fame in my company that I worked for for six years, Cutco, to learning to walk again when the doctor said I never would. You'd call that a miracle. Doctor said I'd never walk again. And three weeks later, I took my first step and it was using the miracle equation. It was these two decisions that this book is all about that moved the desire to walk from possible to probable to inevitable. When I was diagnosed with cancer and given a 30% chance of living that very day, I mean, literally within a matter of the first hour of being diagnosed, I checked the toolkit, right? If you're given a diagnosis like that, you check your, your past. You go, well, how am I going to beat this? How am I going to survive? And for me, I realized that the miracle equation is how I had defied the odds in my past. I also taught the formula to every colleague that I worked with. And every single person that I taught it to went out and literally with very close to 100% success, almost every single person went out and they surpassed what they had ever done before. And that is my hope for you with this book, is that this will enable you to move your biggest goals and dreams from possible, 
which if you're part of the Optimist Club, possible isn't enough to get us out of bed in the morning, right? Everything's possible. Anything's possible. But we need to go after what's probable. How often do you pursue a goal that you don't believe is likely, right? You pursue what's probable. But how do you make what's probable inevitable? Meaning, how do you take your biggest goals and dreams and move them along that spectrum so that your success is virtually guaranteed? And that is what, again, the Miracle Equation is designed to do. Sounds like a definite read and I can't wait to get my hands on it, Duncan. Remember to email your book suggestions to info at foodformzanzi.co.za. That's info at foodformzanzi.co.za. And from our book of the week to this week's AMT Fresh Produce Outlook on the Markets, here's Dr. Johnny van der Merwe, an agricultural economist at the Northwest University. Thank you very much, Dawn and Duncan. As mentioned, I'm Dr. Johnny van der Merwe and welcome to this week's Fresh Market Overview made possible by Standard Bank and Nile Marketplace. The latest economic indicators are as follows. The Rand dollar exchange rate strengthened to 15 Rand 37 while the Brent crude oil price is still in its upward trend since the start of the month on $46.57 per barrel. But with that said, let's see what happened to the latest vegetable prices the past week. We're approaching Black Friday, which is expected to have a negative effect on the market as consumers in general tend to focus more on electronic and liquor specials over this period. We therefore expect demand to remain very weak on the markets this week. The potato price traded 14% lower week on week to 51.55 per 10 kilogram bag, with high supply levels still driving these prices downward. Volumes are likely to be lower this week, with many producers reporting lower yields than normal. But limited demand can result in prices to trade sideways rather than up. Quality, however, remains an issue for producers in this market. The tomato price decreased by 14% to 7.39 last week, with the northern production areas coming strong into the market, resulting in volumes to increase by 34% week on week. Volumes will most likely remain constant this week, with no real significant price movements expected over the coming week. However, sporadic rainfall in major production areas remains the biggest concern for this market at the moment. The carrot price decreased last week to 324 per kilogram, with higher volumes forcing these prices down. The continued weak demand this week, coupled with slightly higher volumes, may put downward pressure on this price again. But there is still a shortage in the market, keeping prices 15% higher compared to last year at the same time. The onion price remained stable the past week on 3.95 per kilogram and the expectation is still that volumes will most likely increase because of the northern Cape production areas that is coming as strong into the markets at the moment, most likely keeping prices trending downward. Other vegetable prices traded as follows. Cabbages on 1 rand 89, garlic on 35 rand 84, spinach on 1 rand 64, sweet potatoes on 8 rand 25 and peppers trading 32% lower on 7 rand and 5 cents per kilogram last week. Looking into the fruit market, the past Monday was considered as one of the most quiet Mondays in terms of demand, which can partly be blamed on Black Friday demand pulling demand away from the markets at the moment. Last week, banana prices decreased by 14% to 7.34 with higher volumes putting pressure on these prices. Banana volumes are however steady for the moment, meaning prices can trend sideways this week. Apple and pear prices increased on the back of low volumes last week to 8.58 and 10.66 respectively. 
weak demand this week can result in these prices to trend sideways. Although orange volumes decreased again last week, the price also decreased by 6% to 6.73 with quality that remains an issue for this market. The avocado price remained stable last week on 28.47 per kilogram due to very limited demand but very low volume and high quality will keep these prices supported. As expected, higher table grape volumes last week resulted in prices to decrease by 25% to 58.74 per kilogram. Volumes are still 61% lower than last year at the same time, with prices currently 89% higher due to the late production season. Expect these prices to remain in a downward trend. The mango price traded on 17.33 last week, but can come under pressure as more volumes are likely to enter into the market very soon. Other fruit prices traded as follows. Pineapples on 10.77, peaches on 18.90, Lemons on 7.61 and the latest blueberry price on 35.90 per kilogram. Make sure to check out our weekly grain and livestock overviews which is also available on our Facebook and YouTube channels. Also make sure to tune in to Food from Zanzi for the latest in agriculture. This broadcast was of course made possible by Standard Bank and Nile Marketplace. Back to you Dawn and Duncan. Thanks, Dr. Johnny van der Merwe. Dawn, it's time for us to say goodbye and end another fantastic episode. But remember to our listeners, if you love this podcast, share it with your friends, your family members and fellow farmers. The Farmers Inside Track is available for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Everyone, please stay safe out there. I know we want to be festive. We want to celebrate with our family and friends. But it's important to always keep social distancing. It's important to always practice social distancing and wear a mask. You can also visit Food Form Zanzi's COVID-19 support page for the latest updates and information. From me, Donumdu, Duncan Masiwa and the rest of the Food Form Zanzi team, have a great week. Until next time, bye-bye. You've been listening to the Farmers Inside Track podcast, supported by Food Form Zanzi. For more information, find us on www.farmersinsidetrack.co.za.